This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, and Cat Sarah. They just love her, man. They go crazy <laughs> at the link every time she walks in. So how are you, Deanne? <laughs> I'm doing great, Mark. Just great. Very good. And we're excited to be talking to you every Saturday at 1 o'clock. Except if Penn State's playing, go Penn State. We'll be after Penn State if that happens. Here at WPHT Talk Radio, the number one talk station in Philly. If you want to ask us a question about residential, commercial, the real estate mortgages, give us a call. We always answer. My number is 267-266-5501. I actually gave advice to somebody in California yesterday. Awesome. What's your number? My number is 609-605-7153. And she was buying a 500-foot condo for 600000 Oh, my God. <laughs> 500 feet. Yeah. Well, at least you don't have to spend a lot of time cleaning it. <laughs> no. We're every week to answer your questions, keep you informed. We're the only real estate show in town. And so you can listen to this show, past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHD's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with asking Dr. A, except Dr. A is in training. He's training a group of realtors today with his with his great DISC program, which is geared for success. So we'll look forward to hearing from him next week. Yeah, they need it. <laughs> Mark, we also have Mark's funny story. Yes. And we have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Taking action. Taking action. I like action. <laughs> action, action. Right. I was just, remember, I was going there. Yeah, remember that cheer? Jackson. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, Mark, we have our questions. First question is, can a landlord prohibit smoking in their rental units? What about medical marijuana? Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Does that mean they're passing it out? That used to be an old term about when they caught you with marijuana, Exhibit A. Uh, Was it? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Can you finance a house and rent it out? And the next question is, what happens to the note when a seller who has financed a house dies before the note matures? Next question is, 
who can I talk to about a property that has gone back to the bank, but it's not listed with a realtor yet? So stay tuned for those great answers. And we also have, Mark, we have our topic of the day, which is property taxes and appealing your assessment. And this is something nobody ever thinks about, and they should, especially with the way prices have been going up. Right. Right. But first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, the key is not the will to win. Everybody has that. It is the will to prepare to win that is important. Wow, that's deep. I am getting very philosophical. It's scary. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are up to the market report. Yeah, I got some interesting things here. Uh, this is about new, a new report examines the state of multifamily construction because we've been talking about the builders are only building multifamily because the landlords rule in this market. And all of a sudden, there's a re- new report that came out by uh, Marcus Milchap. Uh, that's a commercial uh, group. And there's a pullback in multifamily construction. According to the company, The new report offers the latest apartment construction research and analysis, including such features as the largest, uh, where the big declines are. Now, the largest declines are in Texas with the second quarter 2023 projections, initiations in Houston, Austin, Dallas, Fort Worth at less than one third of earlier volumes. Now, there's a good side to this. Slowdowns are also pronounced in Philadelphia, Denver, and Washington, D.C., these pullbacks in new construction and multifamily mirror the average 15 market understudy that like in Los Angeles was at 52%, Seattle was 51%, Atlanta at 50%. Markets where the pullback in construction is somewhat slower materialized in Florida, Carolinas, Raleigh-Durham is a single location. Any analysis where apartment constructions in 2023 remained in line with the volume recorded in earlier in 21 through 23. Given a typical apartment property takes 18 to 24 months to complete, delivery, uh, delivery volume should begin to wane in early 2025 and then drop notably during the last half of the year. Now, this might sound like bad news, but there's a, a silver lining. As access to development capital across the country diminishes, and rent growth slows, multifamily starts are cooling. Now, you got to take that in. Now, why is that? Now, some of that's inflation, lack of workers. Our Uncle Joe in the White House has a lot to do with this. And the cost, and, and in 15 markets that account for over half the nation's ongoing apartment construction, building starts in the second quarter of 23, totaled just under half the average volume recorded during the previous two years. Now, this inflation is a killer. You know, I keep running into people and they talk to me about this inflation. And I say, I don't you know, I don't know if you noticed, but inflation in Philly Metro is 6.9%. And then you watch the national news and they keep saying it's 3 4%, but it's regional. It's like everything else. But the silver lining to all this, these builders got to make money. So maybe they'll start switching back to building single family homes and not such bigger projects as the big multifamily. Uh, well, that- there were they were they were strictly building multifamily for a while. Well, that's because not of the focusing rental. on housing. That's because yeah, of the rental. Yeah. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. Everybody's running but, around trying to get a multifamily right now. 
But like with this economy the way it is, and you know, the construction cost, labor cost, all that with this inflation, you know, they're shying away a little bit. Maybe they'll get back into building houses, which we are way short of. We are still four or five million homes behind. Yeah. And we really need them. That's why new construction is selling so fast because it's one of the, you know, a lot of the existing homes, these people are sitting on. So I was looking at one of our old shows this morning and when the rates were 2.6, I mean, if you're sitting on a 2.6, you're going to be a little hesitant about moving, you know, but <laughs> you date the rate and you marry the house. And, you of know, we keep, we keep saying it, but yeah. there are plus the media, the people don't know what's going on with housing. They don't talk about it. They don't talk about good news. And nobody can get the real information, you know, as far as what's happening, what's being projected, because it depends on what channel you listen to, and you're going to get two different sides, and it's not I'm right. I'm telling you, you could flip, flip through all the cable stations and 3610 and 12, and they rarely talk about real estate at all. Tell us about the rates. So speaking of real estate, we have um, our interest rates. We have a new report that's going to be coming out soon as well. But right now, your 30-year fixed is at 7.25%. Your 15-year fixed is at 6.5%, and your 30-year FHA is at 6.75, along with your 30-year VA at 6.75. Now, those FHA and VA rates have stayed low, lower than your regular conventional. But keep in mind, I say it every week, it depends on what your credit score is, it depends on what you're putting down, and there's no reason that you can't buy the rate down and you can also do what's called a two-one buy down. So there's a lot of options, and you got to take action and you got to get in the game to make the changes. Yeah, and especially if you're sitting on a ton of equity in your house, you can afford to buy points and buy yeah, your rate. That's down. what we're going to talk about on my topic. So yeah, I know. And it, this president is driving me crazy. Yesterday, in front of all the world leaders, all of a sudden he says, uh, "I want to go to bed," and they grabbed him and rushed him <laughs> off the <laughs> stage. I was like, "Holy moly! What do you mean you want to go to bed?" <laughs> It's 5.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> anyway, with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio at 1210 WPHD, all positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. 
Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Rock and roll. All right. Welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. Somebody sent me this one. So this grandfather moves into a new home and his grandson comes over to visit him. And he greets his grandfather and he asks him how he's doing. And the grandfather says, great. He asked the son if he wanted some pasta he just made. Grandson says, yes. And the grandfather says, go get a plate out of the drain board. He grabs a plate, a fork, a cup to get something to eat. He walks towards the table and he looks at the cup. He says, grandfather, this cup doesn't look that clean. Grandfather says, it's clean. It's cold water can get it. Grandson then looks at the plate and he says, "Uh, grandfather, is this plate clean? Grandfather says, it's as clean as cold water can get it. So he's ready to eat some pasta. He looks at the fork. He goes, grandfather, is this fork clean? Grandfather says, yeah, it's clean. It's clean as cold water can get it. So the kid starts eating, and all of a sudden, the grandfather starts calling his new dog, here, cold water, here, cold oh, water. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. That's that so bad. That was as bad as your peanut one with the lady. Oh, I you'll love to, that you, one. You'll have to tell that one. I, I will <laughs> tell that one. You know what? I forgot about that. I keep getting that one and the, uh, the shrimp tails. We got to do that yeah. one too. We'll but- have to do the shrimp tails one again. We haven't done that for a long time. It's funny because um, a lot of my agents are doing continuing education classes right now. And every time I taught a class, I would tell that story and I would get the same reaction. Everybody was just like, oh, and it was always right before lunch. Maybe we'll do that one next oh, week. Oh, the, the chocolate the one? The chocolate yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> but The other one, the, the shrimp one's a great one. It is a All great All right, one. so now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage, and the crowd loves her. And her topic <laughs> is taking action. Yeah. Action, we, action. We want action. There a- you- A-C-T, I-O-N. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> well, maybe you can go to the Penn State game, Mark, and uh, and do that. What do you think? I Get out into the field. Cheering. There's already about <laughs> 80, 90,000 of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's important. I mean, we've been having a lot of conversations. I've been calling a lot of my clients, actually calling my database, which I know is unheard of, but calling my database because people today have accumulated a lot of credit card debt and we're facing the highest rates in a long, long time. Big so, time. We keep harping on this, but if you're making that minimum payment, you're never going to pay off your credit card debt. So we also have the highest percentage of equity in our current homes due to the market, which is amazing. Trillions of dollars. True. And people don't even know what it's actually worth. So this can work two ways for you. The first way is... You know, getting rid of your mortgage insurance on your current home. If you don't have any credit card debt and you don't need to buy an investment property or a second home, if you call the current mortgage company that you have, if you have mortgage insurance, which is called PMI, there's a chance that we you could get rid of that just by calling yep. your current servicer. So pull out your mortgage statement, Google how much your property might be worth, and as simple as calling your current lender 
and requesting that they remove it, you could be saving so sometimes hundreds of dollars a month. So, yeah, because we appreciate it so much over the last four or five years. Exactly. And, you know, they'll walk you through exactly what needs to be done. Sometimes they might have an appraiser come out, walk through the property. Sometimes you might not even need an appraiser. So, you know, that's one option. The second option is you might be able to not only get rid of your mortgage insurance, but by doing a cash out refinance, Mark, you can pay off all of that credit card debt. And it can be as little as $20,000, but the whole goal is to increase your monthly cash flow, to put more money into your pocket and not more money into the banks. So with that extra cash flow, you could put money aside into your savings. You can help pay down some of your um, student loan debt there. It's unlimited, but what you can do with it. But when you refinance, you're generally paying off your current mortgage. So you pay off your current mortgage and now you get a new mortgage with that new payment. Unlike when you're doing what's called a home equity line of credit, which is a HELOC, now you're getting a second mortgage with a second payment. And a lot of times those HELOCs, they're not at a fixed rate. So along with Some of them are for a certain period of time and then they move. Right. Then they move into what's called a variable rate, but it's also going to be a much shorter period of time. What you have to do is you have to do what they call a total uh, cost analysis, and you have to take what all your monthly credit card debt is, what that payment is, what that amount accumulated to. Let's say you've accumulated $50,000 in credit card debt, and you're paying $3,000 a month to get that paid. If you put that into your mortgage and spread it over a period of 30 years, got rid of your PMI, paid off all your credit card debt, you're not making that $3,000 a month payment now, maybe it's $750. Yeah. That extra- Somebody some somebody sent me one to apply for because my credit was so good. And so I started just like collecting to see what it would be. The interest rate was 29.5%. On on the refinance? No, on a credit card. Twenty nine point five percent. We won't now the live. banks got hit killed the banks got killed a couple over the last year or so because savings, what, three, four years ago was a one percent. Right. And now the interest rates went up so they're not you know, they're paying out more. So now the interest on the cards are like brutal. Yeah, and we can figure out what that what your monthly payment is and what your monthly debt is without having to go through and get all your credit card statements. All we have to do is review your current credit report, add up all the monthly statements, add up all your debt, do a cost analysis on what it's going to be with the interest rate, maybe buy it down a little bit um, and get rid of PMI and get rid of that $3,000 a month credit card debt. And Mark, we say it every single week. If you don't ask, the The answer is no. So how do you know what your savings are going to be if you don't take the action to actually do it. And it- 29.5%, I might as well go to a loan shark. <laughs> and give them the tip <laughs> of your finger, right? Pay, and, oh, and they wanted a, a weekly payment. A, a weekly, weekly payment. Payment. That's like a VIG with the mob. <laughs> that sounds like a really hey, great idea. you need to make your payment. <laughs> Come and step outside. I'm going to whack you in the kneecaps. <laughs> no, but it's it doesn't cost anything 
to find out what kind of a situation that you're in. You know, we talk to people every single day and the goal is to improve their financial portfolio, whether it's a lot. buying a second home, getting an investment property, paying off your credit card debt. I mean, maybe even pay off a car payment that you have where the cars, I mean, I have $18,000 left on my car. My car payment's around $500. I can't wait to pay that off and get rid of that monthly payment. Yeah. I mean, it's a win-win. Plus, some people just are, you know, they have, I remember, like, I don't know, I see it as much, but I used to see women in stores and they would pull out that long plastic (laughs) thing with like 15. And really, you should only have a couple cars. Right. Because all that's potential debt. Right. And that raises your credit score. It is. It is. And now, after listening to this segment, don't go and close your credit card. No, don't close Because that cards. will drop your credit score anywhere from 75 to 100 points. So you can shred them, you can chop them up, throw them away, put them in a safe somewhere, but let's get a handle on all this credit card debt. Yeah, I just got new cards because. Uh, my granddaughter just loves DoorDash and ordering a hamburger from Wendy's cost you like $35. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I got two new credit cards again. Again. Oh, my God. <laughs> How about putting your credit cards in a safe? She's brutal, man. DoorDash, DoorDash. I didn't do it. And everybody's like, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Oh, I'm my like, well, God. Well, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> they asked me, right. why do you need new cards? Well, well my granddaughter... Uh, and DoorDash and Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We're coming up next is going to be our question and answer segment. So right, stay tuned. Good. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate.
All right, welcome back to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHTO Positive, all the time. So where are we at, the end? So, Mark, we're up to our question and answer segment. And our first question is, which is what we get every week, why is the inventory so low and when will it change? Man, I, I, we get this question in <laughs> so many different ways. I, you know, I don't think it, it's not going to change for a while. I mean, everybody's scared to death with this inflation and fear causes people not to make moves. So sellers are hesitant about selling because they're hearing all these myths like there's nothing to buy, even if they know what's going on, which most of them don't. I was just talking to somebody in my neighborhood and they were asking me about real estate and I was I was like, it's the best time ever to sell. They're like, really? We thought the real estate market sucked. I'm like, no, but yeah. you know, where are you getting your information at? You know, well, somebody, somebody told somebody to sold somebody, you know, uh, and it's right. brutal. I think this is, and that's I what think happens. this is going to take a while for this to change. And, and I blame a, some of it on the real estate agents. They're not talking to their databases. I mean, there's, I don't know, I forget how many you realtors know, are in our market, but if they all talk to 10 people a day and told them what the hell is going on, where we could get Every, Frank, can you arrange this? I have 1.5 million people listen to our show next Saturday, <laughs> and I guarantee you we'll get hundreds of listings because they don't know what's going on. That's the biggest problem. But the other thing, Mark, is they don't know what to say, right? right. They don't know. They don't know what's going on. You know, you get a lot of different opinions, and you know I what know. opinions are like. But the problem is that they don't know what to know. say. It's, it's it's going to take a while. It's going to be like, uh, and you know what? It's usually in a real estate market, when something changes, it's usually like six months later that people start to realize it. So when it does start right. changing, there's going to be a lag people lag period, and then a bunch of people are going to start making moves. But I don't think it's going to happen until after this presidential election. I think people are just nervous. What's the next one? Agreed. The next question is, can a landlord prohibit smoking in their rental units? And what about medical marijuana? Well, everything's in the lease. So if it's a non-smoking property and that's in the lease, you're not supposed to smoke in there. It's like hotel rooms. They probably, what, fine you if you smoked in a non-smoking room because they had to clean the curtains now or something? Yeah, yeah. You got to look yeah. at the lease, and you have to find the medical out, you know, marijuana what it says. thing. I mean, you know, go outside. You know, there's some easy solutions to this problem. I mean, how much do you got to <laughs> smoke? You know, <laughs> it's not right. like a you're going to do right. a pack a day in the house, or you just and uh, and it's not only that. It's not only just in that unit, but it goes through the vents. Vents, yeah. You know, and like, the new medical and- marijuana, you probably only need about two hits. So, uh, and it'll probably last you for about five hours. So just go outside, <laughs> two hits, and you'll be good for about five hours. Okay. And then, and then jump on 295. That's what they're all doing. Going 30 my, miles my, an hour. <laughs> my, my director of operations drives up to Princeton all the time, and everybody's drifting out of their lanes, <laughs> playing with their radio on the phone after they're all high. Alrighty then, let's go on to question number three. Can you finance a house and rent it out? Yeah, it's called an investment property. Great, yeah, yeah, it's an investment property, and and it's a great time to do it. The everything's in the landlord's favor. 
I mean, you, if you can find something, now I suggest if you buy one, buy a minimum of two by two, two bedrooms, uh, a duplex, two by two. You'll get the most rent. Don't buy one bedrooms to rent out. Two bedrooms. Two baths. They're skyrocketing. Yeah. In my neighborhood, a two bedroom, you're up to like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, and that's most I of mean, the time it's gonna cover the mortgage payment. So they're yeah, in the great mortgage shape. is gonna probably be about fourteen, fifteen hundred hours. And and one apartment, you're gonna make money out of the gate your first month, yeah. a few hundred bucks. And then the other one, then you stay in that one for about a year or so. Now you got five thousand a month coming in and in income. You got a job. Yeah. You got somebody's income and just rent. And the thing is you have to you have to speak to someone before you start jumping in. I had a past client call me and she wants to get into the into the rental market and you know get in with the housing but you have to understand that if you're not going to live in the unit you're going to need 25% down. So if you're looking at, you know, 200,000 as a duplex, you're going to need to put 25% down you, in order You know there's some states that are offering uh, something different to get people to come there. I think ones like South Dakota or North Dakota, they're they're doing something that you only got to put ten percent down, and and some banks will do less than some 25, banks will do less than twenty five. Like, you got to have but, stellar credit too. Yeah, but but it's still it, it's going to pay. It's going to be paid dividends down the road, right? And that's how you get started in real estate. That first investment piece. Yeah. And, but go in with somebody that knows what they're doing yeah. or that a realtor just does investment properties. Because if you get in with somebody that doesn't know, you know, what a cap rate is or what you, you're just going to be spinning your wheels and it's, you want to get in with somebody. Yeah, that you want to be careful. Doing. You want to make sure, you know, you're not buying something that you're going to have to spend a ton of money on. Exactly. And, and what the rents are, you know, don't be guessing. All right. Next question. What happens to a note when a seller who has financed a house dies before the note matures? Is there a will? I mean, uh, is there a trust? Is there someone yeah, else on the there's deed? There's a lot of like uh, things here. That's why you want to make sure you have a will. Everybody should join uh, Legal Shield. That's the first thing they do is send you a will. What is it now? 30 some bucks a month? Yeah, it's and you like, have a lawyer twenty four seven plus the hundred other benefits, and yeah. and eighty percent of the country doesn't have a will. And then when something like this happens, it's a mess, right? Because now you got the government involved in your family, in your family estate. Yep, correct. And it yep. and it doesn't cost anything to get the and will it done. Also, how when you purchased the house, if there was a couple, how ownership's taken too? How did you hold title? Right, survivorship and all that. Yep. Yeah. All right. So there's a little bit more information that we would need, but if you actually, have- I know I had a case not too long ago. Somebody called me for advice, and the husband didn't explain to the wife, and he did not put her in as survivorship. <laughs> and, he put the girlfriend in instead. And you know, the house went to somebody else, and she was shocked. Wow. Yeah, that's hey, that's bad that karma, happens. man. Yeah, that's not good. All right. Next question is: he, he's, he probably didn't go up. He probably went down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question is: Who can I talk to about a property that has gone back to the bank, but is not listed with a realtor yet? I don't know. There's one in Fox Chase. I keep looking at this giant house on a corner. It's got to be five bedrooms, all boarded up, 
and I'm curious about it and I keep riding my bike by it and you don't know, like, you know, you could call, I would call up a real estate agent and say, listen, there's a house sitting around. Can you try to find out what's going on with it? And you'll be surprised in Philadelphia. There's a lot of them because Philly used to have this really bad rule that if you didn't pay your real estate taxes, they didn't start any action to you were over a thousand dollars. Now the real estate taxes went up a lot, but back in the day, when I first got my real estate license, there was the real estate taxes in Fishtown and stuff. Some people were paying three, four hundred dollars a year, and you know now now they're paying wow. a lot more. But I mean, if to get to a thousand dollars, you had to go like four years or something, and then the city only started <laughs> some kind of foreclosure action if some neighbor complained and went to them. It wasn't automatic, and that's why at one time we had like I think we still do around 40, 50,000 vacant properties in Philly. So you got to do mm. some research and find out. If you could find out who that lender is and contact them and work your way up the ladder, there might be a way to do it. Investors do this stuff. They look out for them yeah, and they and do the research and they try to track down who the owner was. It should it should show up on public records. So yeah, somebody and, can definitely there's, look there's it up. There's houses like this where... Maybe somebody passed away or something. I remember when I was a ward leader when I lived in Judeetta a long time ago. Uh, every year when we went out for registrations and to get petitions signed, we used to go to these same houses and there'd be piles of mail and the shades drawn a little bit. And you know the house has been empty for years. Right. But, you know, uh, it, it, no windows are broken. Nothing's wrong. And yeah. so you, you don't know if somebody's living there or not. Yeah, you just got to do a so, little. Do, you got to do some a research. Bit of research is right. Contact a realtor. Or give Mark a call, and you can look it up on the public records for him and help hey, him out. Try to find out. All right, coming up next is going to be our topic of the day, which is property taxes and appealing your assessment. This is important. If you've never taken a look at your property taxes and what the assessed value is, this is something that you're going to want to listen to. So stay tuned. Yeah, most yeah, most people don't. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. 
Philadelphia Real Estate Classes. The premier real estate school in Philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99 including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right, welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So Mark, we're up to our topic of the day, which is property taxes and appealing your assessment. It is just something that a lot of homeowners never think about because a lot of times their taxes and all come right out of their mortgage payment monthly. So they're not paying, going to the local uh, tax office and paying their taxes like some people do, but most mortgages require that the taxes are included. So they don't think about this. If you put less than 20% down, otherwise it's not required. Right. So anyway, they, they don't think about this. So, so they get their tax bill and they're find out they're reassessed again. And every time, most of the time it goes up. It's rare when these townships are lower than you. I, I remember there was a little battle up in Ben Salem and the mayor of Ben Salem, which I know, Everybody that appealed the assessment won 100%. Uh, if wow. you bothered, this is goes back to the, if you don't ask the answers. No. Exactly. So over the last five, six years, our properties have been appreciating like really great. I mean, that's why there's trillions of dollars in ex- equity. And, but also your taxes have been going up. So not necessarily the city might have it right. Now, when they used to be back in millage, which was really weird, and then we went to AVI, which was market value, I used to look at streets in like South Philly, like a whole block of Fitzwater Street, 60 homes. And then every one had slightly different taxes. How can that be? They rose exactly the same up the and same, down the right? block. And, and the taxes are different. One end of the block was higher than the other end. Like it, it didn't make any sense. And I think there's still over 100,000 pending assessment cases in the Philly courts that they've never gotten to. But here's the whole point of this whole thing. You obtain a copy of your property tax worksheet and, you know, and you take a look at what you're, what you've been assessed. Did you, did they raise it again? If they did, most people go, Oh man, they raised our taxes again. And the mortgage company just pays it. And they uh, increased their escrow and everything else. And they don't really get that involved. But you can get involved. You can say, wait a minute, you know, my this there's this one my house compared to that house, mine shouldn't be that high. And we we had an appraiser on a show a long time ago that was doing a bunch of these. And most of the time it was like a single page form. You filled it out and you contested that this raise on your real estate taxes. And a lot of times they win. Because they asked. And most people just don't ask. And they just pay the new assessment. And I I know. I remember about a year ago we were talking about it. All them people that had the abatements. And all of a sudden their taxes went up like 70%. Yep. Now that kind of stuff happened to me. I would definitely be in court uh, appealing my taxes. But, you know, there's errors. Assessors make, uh, make mistakes. 
you can and you can go to a board of review and you can say, you know, wait a minute. For example, a 10-year-old house may be listed at 90% good. The percent good is another factor when comparing your homes to others. You know, there's a lot of different little variables that if maybe you just asked, the answer might be yes. And say, you know, why why did my taxes go up? It shouldn't have. And there and, is a process, Mark, that you actually go through to get it done. I mean, and it's not that difficult. It's not difficult at all. They Most have them the, scheduled for a yeah, certain most of the time of the it's month. like a one-page form. You fill it out, right. and then it, the process starts. And it's the whole thing comes back to if you never pay attention, like your mortgage yeah. company is just going to like take more money, and they're going to pay the extra taxes. But you know, no changes to your neighborhoods. I mean. Not every neighborhood's going up. There's some neighborhoods that are going down. But if your neighborhood went up extremely, just because your neighborhood went up because a new development went in, maybe your taxes shouldn't be the same as that development. That's the kind of stuff you want to contest. Just don't take it sitting down all the time. You know, right. and there's there's way we'll have to get somebody on to talk about that does this. Yeah, and because there are companies out there so that if you don't want to deal with it, you know, that they actually put a proposal together, they get an appraisal done, and you know, they prepare you for what needs to happen. And most of the time they win. And yeah. And it yeah, and it just does because, make a difference. Just, just because they showed up. Right. And they showed up for the hearing. And they won. That was like, I remember in Ben Salem, the mayor, he told me, he goes, everybody that appealed, we said, okay, 100%. But not everybody appealed. Right. So you would think everybody would do it. But right. you put all that information in a letter form. There's ways, if you're in the counties, you go to the local tax office. Right. If you're in a city, you're dealing with Philly government, which is a little more difficult. Right. But you can appeal. And I remember they sent a letter out uh, this year that everybody was going to be reassessed and you could appeal. And a lot of people just don't bother. And then yeah. they go, they assess you and raise your taxes. And then, and then you know, you, you think you have no say in it. No, agreed. Mark, there was something else that you wanted to talk about um, after the topic as well, right? Yeah, I, I don't know if everybody's paying attention here, but... The Philadelphia Water Department is out of control. There's a couple things that really bug me. One, I just got a notice <laughs> in the mail that my water bill is going up 7.8% in like a couple months. Now, on your water bill, take a look at your water bill if you live in Philadelphia. There's a service charge, which is like $13, $14. That's the Florida service. Now there's a couple new fees. There's one that's been on there since 2013 that a lot of people don't even notice called your storm water tax, which in 2013 was uh, $13. Now that's up to $18. Now there's over 600,000 units in Philadelphia times $18. Now, if you're a business, it goes by the square footage of your building, your roof, and your parking lot. Like there's a bank across from my real estate school, their storm water tax was twenty five hundred a month. That's insane. That's not. And now, how much water does a bank use? They have a bathroom. That's it. So now, at my school on Frankfurt Avenue and near Linden Ave, my water bill is seventy five dollars a month or eighty five dollars a month now. My storm water tax is fifty some dollars. 
I ha- and there's a new one on your water bill called the green fee, another bull oh BS. My God. For, and that's three dollars. So you got the thirteen dollar, fourteen dollar service charge, the fifty some dollar storm water tax, which should be rescinded. Uh, a three dollar green fee. So my bill is like eighty some dollars or something, and I used four dollars worth of water. Yeah, and people don't because even all, know this, they and don't they don't look at this. Yeah. I just talked to a council, councilman Driscoll about this. I said you got to take a look at this because I estimate I worked in city council years ago, and I worked on a city budget. If you just times the amount of houses in Philly plus the businesses, I estimate the stormwater tax they're collecting close to thirty million a month since two thousand thirteen. A month. You, if you have anything with a decent sized building, your your storm water tax. So if you're going to open a business in Philly, say you're going to open a hair salon, and you got like a decent sized place, and all of a sudden you're and you have a little parking lot, and all of a sudden you're you're working all your numbers out with your accountant to see if this is a good move, and you find out. That you have a twenty five hundred dollar month storm water tax. That changes everything. That changes be, everything. That could yep. be the change. That could be all right. Let's go into the border of Montgomery right. County, the border of Bucks, or the border of Delaware, and stay out of Philly and avoid it. Delaware had that tax, and they rescinded it because it was Businesses. hurting business so bad. There's people that are paying five six thousand yeah. a month. No, that's a great water. point. That's a great point. If anybody has a comment in there, call me because. And take a look at your water bill if you live in Philadelphia. I'm telling you, we need to start something and rescind that tax. All right. You can email your questions to 8029 at Comcast.net or give Mark a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609 605 7153. And keep an eye out in your neighborhood. Every water department truck out there is brand new. They don't know what to do with the money. They got so much. Anyway, look at your water bill, Philly. (laughs) So with that, a special (laughs) thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week and our sponsors for keeping us on the air. Looking for a couple of sponsors if you want to join us here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. We hope you tune in. Be faithful. Go Penn State when we're bad on later. And with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All All positive, positive, all all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of their past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. 
Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99 including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now.